All right, guys. Jersey Judah Red Pill Party Podcast. Round two, which is going to be uh, weird. It's about to go the opposite way. Like, I'm going to my old job. Thank God I'm not. But um, it's weird doing a second episode and not really compiling it to one. But this is kind of the move that I'm going to have to be making. Or this is the moves I'll have to make um, for the time being. But, hey, I'm back once again. It's uh, 141. Wanted to make sure I left the house early. So I can really start on this episode here and really get down to the nitty gritty. I have audio for the first time. I've used my soundboard um, properly and was able to gather a couple of short clips from men talking about relationships and talking about women, and we're going to be elaborating on that. Uh, We're talking about red pill progress, right? Red pill progress. And I would like to uh, relate this to a Sopranos episode called Denial, Anger, and Acceptance. All right? Denial, Anger, and Acceptance. I want to light this blunt. Episode 3, Season 1 of The Sopranos. Denial, Anger, and acceptance. Okay. This is what I would consider the red pill to be. Denial when you see the things happening in front of you. You see the red flags dealing with a lot of these women. And yet you choose to just pretend because in all actuality ignorance is bliss, but once you know you cannot turn around. You cannot unthink or unrealize the realizations that you came across dealing with the red pill and women. So that denial plays a big part. Then after denial comes anger. You felt that a lot of the women who told you about finding the right someone and there's someone for everyone that's the anger stage because you've come to the realization that everything that you've been told by a lot of women in some cases our mothers is bullshit so that anger kicks in and this is a very dangerous stage when it comes to that realization once you've understood that you've been lied to. There's either two directions you're going to go. You're going to go on the straight and narrow or as narrow as possible within red pill information and knowledge. Or you will fall by the wayside. You will pretty much become what is known as black pill. And pretty much being black pill is is admitting defeat. 
and not trying to better yourself. Why try and better yourself? Why do good for you when no one cares? It's that attitude. And if you go that route, you're not going to have any acceptance. The acceptance is the final stage of the red pill. Acceptance. Accepting where you are in life. And understanding that through hard work and dedication and effort and ambition, you can find a better path for yourself. Without the need of impressing women, without the need of being the best dressed, no need for any of that. You're doing you for you. But we're going to get into more of these audio clips that I've been talking about earlier when I pull up to the job, which is why I wanted to leave reasonably early. To uh, try to get a lot of this shit out of the way here. Um, it's a Monday for me, by the way, people. Second video of the day, or second uh, episode of the day. Short, simple episodes. I think this one's going to be a little bit more lengthy. Because I do want to illustrate, or I do want to elaborate on a lot of the shit that we're going to be going through with these audio clips. I'm going to try to do this more in the future. You guys will understand what I'm talking about when I do so. Where I'll gather, if I'm talking about... Or I had this idea a while back where I wanted to talk about the Tommy Lawrence situation. And I didn't just want to talk about it without people knowing about it. So I would have portions of the file or portions of the video clipped into probably three parts each part probably 30 seconds each and i would play it and then i would go over it then i'll go over to the next portion um beforehand this wasn't possible <coughs> uh due to a lot of the circumstances of work or if i'm home it's it's very hard for me to do a lot of podcasting at the house I've mentioned this before, but there's like echoes and shit. So if my vocals get too high, it's definitely noticeable and I don't like it. Being in my car is a lot better, even though you hear the engine. You may hear the wind when the windows is open, which I have to close the windows now. But I have more, I guess, privacy. And with the podcast and how I do things, I'm usually on the go anyway. So if it's Monday through Friday, 2.30 to 11 or 1.30 towards 10.30, I'm on the road. So I always get a chance to try and bring something to the table, a topic, a conversation. I've kind of been on the up and up with this job, but because of the job and the new responsibilities that I have, I don't have a lot of time that I used to have to really put together anything. So with the whole Tommy Lauren thing with the uh, men are trash or uh, men are boys and boys need to mature, I wanted to clip 
four parts of that segment or of that clip that she had on IG. And I would talk over it and I would talk about it as, you know, the podcast comes to the end. Because of the Tommy Lauren situation being so old, people already know about Tommy Lauren and what she said. They also know about the apology tour that, um, you know, when they say something wrong or do something wrong, it's only when they are caught in the act where they decide, hey, I'll just go on an apology tour. You know, I'll say I wasn't in my right state of mind. And everybody forgives. Everybody forgets. Okay. But men don't have it that easy. Right. For women, it is easy mode. And I do apologize because I usually do play uh, a fair amount of sounds. But because I'm driving and I'm pretty much like three to five minutes away from my job now, I can pretty much, you know, kick back. This is fucking incredible. Like, I'm already pretty much at my job. Like, if I had to park right now and walk to work, I would be at the job in like less than 10 minutes, right? And I went from driving poor traffic, like traffic ridiculous, you know what I mean? Constant hold up, constant construction. You're dealing with New Jersey, so it's already shit rolling downhill. You got trucks, tractor trailers, construction workers, police officers lurking around. And this all of this is compiled to one traditionally 10 to 12 minute drive, right? Traditionally. With going to this place, I was looking at a 20 minute drive and that added eight minutes is uh, construction workers. The added eight minutes is tractor trailers. The added eight minutes is everybody driving around like they never drove in before because of a police being present. All of these things happen. And like, just like, just like clockwork. <sighs> Got these fucking people, man. I want to get the fuck out of here. This is like the one turn. And it's like, it's always one turn or one light that you have to deal with. You never get past the light, right? Like, just like this light I'm pulling up in now. As soon as I get to that turn signal, this motherfucker turns yellow. I never make this light. But I'm in an area, like I said, not far at all, easily five to seven minutes away. And this spot in a lot of ways, it's very nostalgic. I get a nostalgic vibe from this area because in a lot of ways, I grew up and hung out, did a lot of stupid shit in this area. So every time where I drive to my job, I drive past that, that area of the neighborhood and it always gives me a half grin. I don't smile much, but I grin a bit, okay? 
I'm pretty much here. Like, <laughs> can I, when did I start this? Let me, uh, I want to see something here. I got to unlock my, my goddamn phone, go through my, my notes, 12 minutes. And I, I would say this couldn't have been a 12 minute drive. I'd say seven maximum. Seven minutes maximum. All right. Wow. Okay, listen. Listen. Relax. It's fucking car. You know what I mean? I'm at my job. So it's on and cracking. Matter of fact, I feel so... I feel in such a good spirit, right? Because we have 30 minutes on the clock. We're counting down till it's time to do the eight and hit the gate. Uh, the original plan was to do two episodes, right? One being earlier today in the morning in the a.m. I think around 10, 45, 11. Do something now, which I'm currently doing until about 223. 225. I don't I don't know the rules here when it comes to clocking in and out. So what I've been doing is at the very least if I can punch in and be in the building by 225, I'm good for the 230 to 11. Then I usually leave at no, not even 11, uh 230 to 1030. So when 1030 comes, that's just when I punch out. I won't punch out early because I won't have a reason to. But here we are. Finally made it to this fucking parking lot. I can finally pull, put these windows down a little bit. It's a beautiful day. It is fall, but there is a little heat. There is a little heat. But I made it. And we're just going to jump right the fuck in, right? We got a couple things I want to go through. I want to speak on it. Let me know if this is how you guys want the format to be. I'm very open-minded. Um, originally, it's denial, anger, and acceptance. Uh, similar to the season one, episode three, Sopranos episode. I said episode way too many times today. Um, and yeah, without further ado, we're just going to get right into some hardcore, real deal red pills. So hopefully this won't be too loud. I should have tested out the audio earlier, but it is what it is. We'll see. The main reason why I'm angry is about love is because he realizes it makes him foolish. It blinds him to the realistic things that are in front of him. The red flags that potentially will come up later in the relationship. He notices that the more he does, the less respect he gains. All right, we're going to play that one more time. Hopefully you guys hear it. The main reason why I'm angry is about love is because he realizes it makes him foolish. It blinds him to the realistic things that are in front of him. The red flags that potentially will come up later in the relationship. He notices that the more he does, the less respect he gains. The more he does, the less respect he gains. The more he does, the less respect he gains. Doesn't that sound familiar? 
where you deal with people like that, where you do any and everything for these people, and in return you get nothing, not even consideration, not even the decency of acknowledging the fact that you took the time out of your day and helping somebody else, who you know for a fact in return would not help you. It's interesting. But men will still choose to line up. This is why a lot of men hate love. They hate the idea of love. Because love to them is really one-sided. The pageantry and the catering when it comes to the man towards the women, especially when it comes down to marriage, when it comes down to starting a family, pregnancy, is astronomically unrealistic today because a lot of women do not fit the description of possible mothers, of worthy wives as trustworthy partners. But we're going to move forward into the next audio. Talk about these three things when with a woman. Your shortcomings in life. The reason being, women simply just don't care. They will just happily wait at the finish line and whoever is the winner gets to go. Women don't necessarily appreciate the journey we may have had to take to get to where we are. And this is because women expect us to be the backbone and to be strong. Gossiping or talking badly about other people. Doing this is just simply insecure and girls will try to get this out of you. But instead, if she talks about another guy, compliment him and say how cool he is. Doing this rather than talking badly will show high self-esteem. And finally, never talk about serious and controversial topics. It steals away from the fun and playful vibe. Never let this happen. Always keep it light. Alright. Alright. That was a lot to take in, but I'm going to play it back. I'm not even going to ruin it or do any description. I'm just going to play it again. Hopefully the audio comes in well and you guys hear it loud and clear, or at least loud. Whether it's clear or not, who the fuck knows. Talk about these three things when with a woman. Your shortcomings in life. The reason being, women simply just don't care. They will just happily wait at the finish line and whoever is the winner gets to go. Women don't necessarily appreciate the journey we may have had to take to get to where we are. And this is because women expect us to be the backbone and to be strong. Gossiping or talking badly about other people. Doing this is just simply insecure and girls will try to get this out of you. But instead, if she talks about another guy, compliment him and say how cool he is. Doing this rather than talking badly will show high self-esteem. And finally, never talk about serious and controversial All right, that, that last part, everything he said besides the last... Seven to ten seconds is completely on point. Women essentially wait at the finish line for you as a man to put in the work, to put in the effort, to do the nine to five, to deal with low end jobs, to try to upgrade and try and better yourself in the long run. They don't want any conversation and they don't have any care about what you did to get to where you're at. If you have what it takes for them, they just want it. Remember that. It's not as complicated as a lot of guys want to address it. 
And with self-esteem, that starts from within. A guy who says he has high self-esteem and then goes and approaches a woman and gets denied and pouts about it and cries about it, that's not a guy with high self-esteem. Self-esteem starts with within. It's how you carry yourself. It's how you see yourself. And it's how you want to go further. Right. If you have a low self-esteem, then you're you're a follower in a sense. When you look into our society today, you have a lot of people who are just willing to follow. Some of these people have incredible minds and incredible ideas, but to play it safe, they would rather just follow. Therefore, lacking any creative skill or ability that they truly have within, they suppress it because of the response or the reaction of others. Women, this is directly towards women. Men have that issue too, but women, it's more of a group thing. You can see a guy, right? Which kind of, this is kind of like goes around, comes around type of shit, right? You can see a guy by himself going to the mall, buying some clothes. It's no big deal to him. A lot of guys, in fact, are just used to going to where they need to go, have their items just placed in their heads. They're not wasting time, spending money on extracurricular shit. Unless, of course, he has the funds and the whereabouts to do so. You know what I mean? But other than that, guys are usually basic. If you see a woman, she's usually not by herself. She usually has a girlfriend with her. And when they go shopping, it's like a conversational event where the shit that they're purchasing is nowhere as important as the conversations that they would have. Guy for, guys, for the most part, very poignant, very on point, very um, direct with what they need to do, how they need to do it. They're not trying to waste too much time. That's just something to think about because what you make as a man in previous years may have not have been a thing. It may have not even have been an issue or a subject, right? Today, it is like the end-all, be-all of how much do you make? What do you do for a living? And these are appropriate conversations to a woman. But if the roles were reversed and a guy were to ask something where it boils down to what's your sexual history, because if a man, if a woman wants any information, all she does is ask, right? There's no, there's no boundary. A lot of guys don't set boundaries, all right? Women sort of create the conversational value. This is what I expressed. Uh, was it yesterday or today? It's probably today. I've been trying to record before the last episode for like three days. Wasn't able to do it. Finally getting back on board. It is Monday. And so I have my chance. I'm just going to do it now. Right. But. Women. Are at the finish line. And if you're a man and you've come up and you came up, I should say, in this environment during this generation or during this stage with women and 
sort of this social media modernized the dating world and everything around it involving CV19 and I just had got a memo or email before even driving up here about somebody getting um, COVID and how, you know, they're very on point and they still want people to follow the guidelines. And it's like, all right, but everything that's going on today, I'm not blaming that on the reason why women and men aren't connecting. I think it goes both ways. I think guys like myself simply got tired of dealing with these type of women who, without any question, will criticize and talk about what you should make and what you should do. And meanwhile, they're just at home sitting down expecting everything to be handed to them. This is like the diva slash princess mindset. And these queens without royalty come into play, right? But we're going to jump into the next one. One thing to remember when you're dealing with a female. If she says she loves you, my G, just take it as a grain of salt. You guys got to remember that that's how she feels in the moment. Females' emotions are up and down and up and down, just like a roller coaster, my G. One minute she hates you, the next minute she loves you. So, the next time a female tells you that she loves you, tell her that you must rather respect. Simple. All right. Pretty straight to the point. Red pill, a little coonery at the end. Just a tad bit. <laughs> Just a smidget of coonery at the end. But that's fine. Me as an African-American, quote-unquote, a.k.a. Negro, black. Me as a American black Indian. I can definitely, definitely relate. If I was given this information or if I was told these things before... I've even thought about jumping into a relationship or getting to know a woman. Just think about how better men would be. If we were aware of these things going on due to the people who participate and the people who have a story and the people who have a message or a topic or some form of discussion that is related, that can be relatable to the everyday man. Because remember, before this was all a joke where women would say, oh yeah, men are talking about leaving the dating scene. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make a difference. I'll still have the men that I see as such and such. And then what ends up happening is men left. (laughs) Men have left. Men have left the dating scene. Men have left that sphere of interaction. And these women now sit around. Just sitting around waiting. Yep. You stupid hoe. It's too late. It's too late. Because the women who promoted the free love, right? And we're not talking about the free love of the 60s. We're talking about the free love today. And no revolution or um, no true important event had taken place to cause this. It is just the reaction 
of men and women towards one another. Women got tired of seeing men come online and expose the behaviors and expose uh, the activities and expose the information that has been granted to them by life itself, the ultimate teacher, the ultimate tutor, being life. Their experiences, how a woman's past can certainly affect the woman's future and it affects the men who she's previously with or who she's present with and so on and so forth, right? Nothing different. Nothing's changed. Before the red pill, it was considered something else. Before MGTOW, they were considered something else. You know what I mean? Nothing's new under the sun. It's just certain values are changed or the people have changed. Some radically changed. Some changed on a minor level. But we're going to keep going here because we got one, two, three. We got two more of these clips to go through. We got 10 more minutes or really 10 to 15 minutes to run through this, you know, say what I got to say, you know what I mean? And do my eight and hit the gate. Possibly we'll do something later on. I'm not sure. Depending on how things are in this building, I'm still getting used to where everything is located. I'm still getting used to the environment, although the people have been um, very friendly. So I can't really complain much about that at all. It's just me getting used to the building, getting what I need to get done in a quick way so I can get more familiar with the machine. There's a lot of uh, floor machinery that I've used in the past that I have to sharpen my skills up with. So that's going to be my goal tonight. If I have enough time after, I will definitely, you know, jump back on, do what I do. But... Let's continue. Women care more about a man's future. We want to do that again. Hold up. One momento. Women care more about a man's future. Men care more about a woman's past. Women value men based off their power and their success. Men value women off their past history with relationships or men in general. The funny thing is when you ask women what they expect in a man, they expect he has to make this much money, he has to have a solid source of income, he has to drive this kind of car and all these other things. But then you ask a guy and all he wants is a girl who isn't a thought who had sex with a bunch of guys. But everyone past history. The cold hard truth is that past actions predict future behaviors. <laughs> That was the bomb drop. I know that was probably extremely loud, but I really don't give a shit. I'm in this car. I'm using this Bluetooth shit to um, try and maximize the sound quality of what I'm playing. The problem is the levels of it's fucked up. I personally recorded it myself, and it's shitty quality. Therefore, it is what it is. But the message... Ladies and gentlemen, and I would play that again, but I am running a little bit here with the time. Not really, it's 
I'll play it one more time. Women care more about a man's future. Men care more about a woman's past. Women value men based off their power and their success. Men value women off their past history with relationships or men in general. The funny thing is when you ask women what they expect in a man, they expect he has to make this much money, he has to have a solid source of income, he has to drive this kind of car and all these other things. But then you ask a guy, and all he wants is a girl who isn't a thought, who had sex with a bunch of guys. But everyone gets mad at the guy and they expect him to just ignore her past history. The cold hard truth is that past actions predict future behaviors. There you have it. I won't even elaborate. You niggas are going to have to go back and listen again. You people. Whites. Hispanics. Blacks. Men. Of the sphere. <laughs> men of the manosphere. I'm going to start a channel called Mom. M-O-M. Men of manosphere. All right? And we're going to kick it off with a, with a little something like this. All right? That's how we're going to, that's how we're going to start it off. Men of the manosphere. We got one more entitled Immature Women. I think a lot of guys are really going to resonate with this. So I'm just going to play it. I might play it twice because it's just as nice. So here it is. Girls who say they just have guy friends along the street. Even mature women know that having a guy friend is not really a guy friend. You don't see moms, good high quality wives hanging out with a bunch of dudes, okay, is what it is. I know a bunch of girls are getting mad, but it's only immature women who do that, hang out with a bunch of dudes and have guy friends. It's only immature women. I one more time. One more time. It's girls who say they just have guy friends along the street. Even mature women know that having a guy friend is not really a guy friend. You don't see moms, good high quality wives hanging out with a bunch of dudes, okay, is what it is. I know a bunch of girls are getting mad, but it's only immature women who do that, hang out with a bunch of dudes and have guy friends. It's only immature women. There you go. There you go. You know, you know what I like to respond with when it comes to this type of shenanigans and this type of fuckery and this type of drama nonsense with these women. Adios, you fucking skank. That's what I like to say. I like to get out of there as soon as possible. But really, that's what I'm going to be trying to do from now on. Although this is kind of just a run through. A test run, if you will. If I can successfully gather sound clips and that was from one video I believe I just went through it was a compilation since there's a lot of thoughts <clears throat> who twerk on TikTok and who do all of the shenanigans there must be those men who are willing to respond who are willing to come up with their own TikToks but dropping a little red pills here and there and everywhere. And um, I think it's a good thing. I think we need to continue to do this. We need to continue to take advantage of the capabilities that we have. And the way that we would probably do negative can be the same way that we can do the positive. So if you look at things within that world, 
are within that path of the yin and yang, uh, you know, you should fly or flow or go along straight along the middle. You know what I'm saying? I know that's a little complicated to understand, but fuck it. It is what it is. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. It is 2.16. I think I'm getting ready to wrap this up. Well, we have 36 minutes. Not bad. A little snack size episode. Pause. A snack size episode of the Red Pill Party Podcast. Something I will be doing more and more along the week. Sometimes I can do two episodes a day. Other times it will just be one 30-minute episode. As you guys know, or as you guys may be used to, the hour, sometimes two-hour, even three-hour events or episodes that pretty much involve three different separate segments or separate recordings, you guys will be getting little bits and pieces at a time. Um, at least until I get used to the scheduling. Um, going forward... There's a possibility that I will do something later on. But as I say, that's a possibility. And even with that being said, it will only be about 15 to about 30 minutes maximum. But you guys already know, man, it's a Monday, which is another day. And as I always love to say, in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, signing out. Peace. All right, man, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, once again, back. <coughs> oh, jeez. You guys already know what I'm doing right now, right? You guys already know. Smoke weed every day. Just real quick, I ain't going to play the whole thing because I'm already smoking. Red Pill Party Podcast, back once again. It is 8.59 to be exact. Right on the spine of nine. And I think I'm going to do a little something. You know, talk my shit. No more than 30 minutes because I have to go back in here and continue finishing up. Although I don't have that much left. So I might go, you know, a little bit towards 45-ish. We'll see how things go. But I'm back. Uh, I didn't get a chance to upload the second part that I was... Uh, my purpose for today was to do two separate episodes, 35 to 40 minutes each, have them uploaded, but I ran into a dilemma 
So now I have this episode that I haven't uploaded yet, and I'm currently doing one now. So there's a possibility that I will upload one just to go along with today, or I'll just wait to the next day and have more content to fuck with and upload, or I can just put two segments together like I usually do. But either way, man, we're back. Um, really at the tail end of this shift. There was something I wanted to bring up. Okay, denial, anger, and acceptance. All right, so the stages of the red pill, in my opinion, denial, anger, acceptance. I talked about this in the previous episode or in the previous recording that I probably didn't even upload yet. But, you know, currently sparking my... uh, little clip of a Dutch that I have left or a blunt or whatever the fuck you want to call it a cigar kicking back and a lot of things come to my mind when I sit back and got most of what I needed done like I said I only need a 20 to 30 minutes to go through everything make sure I have everything taken out make sure all the trash all the tasks that I have to do is finished and then I'm out man And I wanted to get used to this machine that I'm using right now to do the hallways, which is pretty cool. The only problem is uh, I was told that the battery, which is technically, it's not a self-charging. You still have to plug it into a wall. But after a certain period of time, it's charged up and you're able to use it for a certain, you know, duration. Um, In this case, it's doing its job, doing two sections of of the hallway I'm at the final section and I'll just go through that when I get back in finish up look through all of the areas that I've done make sure I didn't forget anything you know especially with this particular job in this location very close by very convenient people very friendly very considerate and uh, I want to hold on to this position so we're gonna see how that shit goes but other than that man Getting into denial, anger, and acceptance. I talked about previously that anger can lead you to the black pill. The black pill is just this idea that you are defeated. You give up on any ideas or any possibilities with women because you centered yourself too much around getting women that you've lost focus on yourself. There's a lot of men who look at women as an escape, and that is never a good way to get into relationships or interactions with women. For a lot of the reasons being, the one who is the most faithful, the one who is the most caring, the one who is the most reliable is always the one who is hurt the most at the end. You fellas got to realize this. Like I said, a lot of guys are in denial when it comes to the decisions they make when it comes to communicating and 
getting into relationships with women. But for the most part, men at least have self-accountability. With me and a lot of the mistakes I've made with women that I've addressed numerous times on this podcast, it doesn't bother me to address it. I don't get any old feelings from it. I don't get any old thoughts from it. You know, it's actually quite interesting to think back to those times where in a lot of cases I was a completely different person. Or I was still the same person, but I was developing. On a mental uh, maturity level. You know what I mean? I was naive. And a lot of guys... We know about the blue pill matrix. We live in it. And see, this is why I don't understand about a lot of content creators who consider themselves red pill. In the movie, The Matrix, Neo takes the red pill in order to go into the matrix. Right? Um, in order for him to go into the matrix... He needed to take the red pill. So once he took the red pill, he had to go into the world of deception. Things not being as they seem. People not being as who they uh, portray themselves as. Right? And it's not about taking the red pill and escaping the matrix. The only thing you're going to do is you're going to know about what's going on. When it comes to these women on TikTok, when it comes to their behaviors, when it comes to their activities, you're going to know it. That's going to be the positive aspect. But really, you're not escaping the matrix. You're just, you're inside of the matrix. You finally realize you're inside of the matrix. See what I'm saying? You realize that you are a part of it. A lot of guys have been taught by, in a lot of cases, their single mothers to put their all into a woman they care about. Be considerate and be kind to women, and you'll be guaranteed to find the right one. All you have to do is be kind, be considerate, um, attend to a woman pedestalize a woman in a lot of ways, it'll be just fine. Nah. Nope. So, the anger is where it's at for a lot of men. And it's not the anger that women expect when they hear anger. Men, for the most part, can control their anger. Men, for the most part, have been taught by society, if anything else, to display masculine traits until recently. That masculine, that masculinity involves a lack of emotion and an abundance of logic. Women are an abundance of emotion with lack of logic. Okay? 
if dudes want to sit back and argue about whose philosophy is better between whatever content creator, that's their fucking decision. Me, I am just a supporter of the community base. I'll call it a community base where let's say you have three different content creators who talk about three different things, but they're still primarily red pill or the only difference is one guy's MGTOW. The supporters all listen to these individuals. And if these individuals have a disagreement or if there's a debate where there's constructive words between those two and an understanding can be made, then a lot of people will participate. But if it's just gossip and bullshit and this person did that, this person did that, a lot of guys are just not going to participate. We'll still support the content creators, but we won't participate in commenting and adding on to the fuckery. That's really, that really shouldn't be the point of all of us in this red pill. Or I don't use the word manosphere, or I do. If I do use the word manosphere, I am being facetious, but the so-called manosphere, right? All these guys. Then you got the black manosphere. Can't forget them. There's something about, and I just want to address this. There's something about black people where we want everything to be black, right? Like the black manosphere because the white manosphere or the manosphere is white. So we need a black manosphere. And what it is, it's blatant hypocrisy because when a white person decides, well, we're going to name our thing the white such and such, it's all of a sudden racist. See, that's one of the hypocrisies of this country that almost, if you think about it, it's completely ass backwards. Like if it was like this in the 60s, then that would be a lot better, right? But we are catered as black people to be as offensive as possible. See, me, I take advantage of being a black American. I know I have rights and freedoms socially that a lot of white people don't. But I don't take it for granted. I take advantage of it, but I don't take it for granted. See what I mean? Like, any conversations about race, it's like, okay, who's... Who's initiating the conversation? What what facts are they basing this on? And what emotions are they carrying along with it? A lot of women, when it comes to talking about race, or when it comes to talking about really anything with a lot of women, not all, but a lot, they're very emotional. And at a drop of a hat, they can be cussing you out one minute, and then the next minute, they can be complimenting you on what you have on. This This is the reality for a lot of guys and for this this right here on the age demographic is for like 25 year olds to niggas in their 30s i'm 33 so i can't speak for anybody older than me going through life experiences that i've never experienced i can only speak from my years from 25 to where i'm at now 33 when i chose to just stay single 
I wasn't thinking long term. I just knew that I didn't want to be bothered. That was the first thing in my head that I said. I don't want to be bothered by these bitches. So I think I'm just going to take a break and try to focus on, you know, what I have going on financially and try to get myself better than where I was last year. And I was able to do that this year. And I did it last year, technically, from being at the previous job before that, right? I looked at a lot of women as distractions. For certain men, they can tolerate and they can be with women and still have a lot of things going on. For me, I'm so, like, one-track minded. I used to be open-minded, right? And I grew up... And I don't regret uh, having uh, this attitude, right, or this way of thinking where the people who I hung out with and the people I socialized with and the people I went to parties with were all types of different people. So I never based my conversation on race because I can't speak for a group of people who may look like me, but have a completely different way of thinking, a different attitude from the opposite side of the track, from a different uh, perspective in life. So I don't try. You won't hear me talk a lot of red, black, and green shit. I am a black man from the United States of America who've had family ancestors who are part of this country originally. A lot of people will say Indian, Other people will say Native American. I prefer the latter, but to each his own. Um, And I got I got family. My grandmother's uh, part of the family is is Irish, so I don't I don't really give a fuck about race. You know what I mean? When it come down to the women, where my shit at? (laughs) When it come to the women, though. Hey, where are the white women at? You guys already know. All right? <laughs> you guys already know. That's right. Hey, where the white women at for 500? Oh, okay. Shout out to the wild redheads. Shout out to um, the more conservative. I would say the closest to conservative there is is a brunette. Maybe a, a darker brown, not not black, but like a dark brown uh, color of hair. Sh- shout out to the conservative women, right? And we also got to give a shout out to none other than the liberal women, the leftists, you know, those type of women. <laughs> those women, you know. You know what? I am a strong, independent woman. <laughs> <laughs> Adios, you fucking skank. <laughs> yeah, we're pushing forward. We're just going to have fun tonight. Uh, I don't know, man. I kind of have a headache. I kind of don't. I didn't eat anything today, but I've kind of gotten into a rhythm where I, do, I eat one meal a day and it's usually one big meal and it's at nighttime during the daytime i guess you would call it a fast or whatever the fuck you would want to call it that's what i'm doing so 
I'm drinking a lot of like lemon water, maybe a little bit of sugar, but mostly lemon water with ice throughout the day just to keep something in me, something natural, still keep my sugars and my energy up while not necessarily eating directly. Um, it's been working out somewhat. I've lost a good amount of weight doing so. On the weekends, I obviously don't do that. I actually tend to eat a good portion of food um, during fucking the weekend. Although I didn't eat nothing much on the weekend. I don't know, man. I am fucking starving right now. That's why I'm talking about food. Got done smoking this uh, little clip of a blunt not too long ago. Feeling very relaxed, but also got to keep my eye on the clock here. I think I will wrap things up at 9.30. I just have a couple things in my mind. Um, to women, right? To the women that believe that by having four or five guys in your DMs, that you manipulate into taking you out. You manipulate them into buying you things and doing this and doing that. And you believe that this betters your option going fur further. You are a completely delusional, dysfunctional, disgraceful woman. And I'm not going to use offensive language. I don't, I don't need to. Just the idea. See, if a woman decides, hey, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to date five guys. I'm going to get the most that I can out of them. If a woman says that up front, you have no choice but respect it. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like it. But at least she's just saying it up front. A lot of women will fuck around with five guys, right? Five guys, burgers and fries, right? She gets the dick delivered 24-7, you know. These women don't necessarily think, well, what's going to happen long term? Where am I going to be at five years from now? Will any of these five guys, right, would any of these five guys be around if I wasn't giving up the peace leave? If... If 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 I wasn't out there putting myself on Instagram, putting myself on social media, twerking, singing along to trashy, um, trashy female rap artists with no creativity, saying the same bullshit. If I wasn't out there doing that, would I run into as many thugs and bad boys and quote unquote niggas who ain't shit? Hmm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. And you know what they say when it comes to immature women. I want to give a shout out to this white boy. I don't know. It was a TikTok from a minute ago. I was able to record it and use it on a previous episode. I'm just going to play it again right now. Girls who say they just have guy friends along the street. Even mature women know that having a guy friend is not really a guy friend. You don't see moms 
good high quality wives hanging out with a bunch of dudes okay is what it is i know a bunch of girls are getting mad but it's only immature women who do that hang out with a bunch of dudes and have guy friends it's only immature women I... all right all right i mean think about it so you have women now who will openly tell you that they are dating seeing talking to and possibly sleeping with five different guys because she personally believes that that will better her chances in finding the high quality guy. If she can shuffle through, right? If she can shuffle through a group of niggas, she'll find that special someone at the end of the tunnel. You stupid hoe! I mean, you can't make none of this shit up. You can't even bring... You can't even begin to come up with this type of logic that these women have today. And this goes back to why niggas, why men, I should say, in general, are just hightailing the fuck out of the dating scene and hightailing out of conversations or interactions with modern females. Now, a lot of people, shout out to Black Ram 313 He uses the term female. I use the term female, but I use it with two E's. Okay, because these women possess this mindset of wanting the finer things in life without having any purpose or any focus on obtaining them things herself. And I'm and I'm piggybacking off of what I had earlier. Matter of fact, let me just play this shit real quick. Let me stop bullshit. Let me play this shit real quick. If I can find it. Women care more about a man's future. Men care more about a woman's past. Women value men based off their power and their success. Men value women off their past history with relationships or men in general. All right. <laughs> All right. Men care about a woman's past this is why women get upset when men mention things like i don't know body count or i don't know sexual activity use these terminologies around a girl you just met and watch how uncomfortable she will get now the women who get extremely offensive well you might have yourself a thought bot you might have yourself a thought bot okay they can't be bargained with. They can't be reasoned with. Let me stop. But men care about a woman's past. Women care about a man's future. Now, the second part of this is very important, but it's also not important. Let me explain. A woman cares about a man's future, but a man who she's interested in. If there's a guy, right, who... Didn't have nice clothes. He had decent clothes, but he didn't have the name brand shit that all these bitches like. Because, you know, women are extremely materialistic, especially when it comes to men. And I've said that they've, they've manufactured a product of men today where masculinity is completely stripped. 
So the man has to have some form of femininity or he has to be broken down or he has to be emasculated. He has to be reminded of the fact that men rape women and that guy who has nothing to do, let alone interacting, talking to women, sleeping with women, dealing with women, is now placed in that same category as a pretty small percentage of men, right? But women have created what they believe they want. Women believe they want nice guys, but these women who say this are women who are way down the line. She's already had her turn on and off the carousel throughout her time. The cock carousel, by the way. The cock carousel. That's right. Jumping up and down the disco stick. Having her fun in college, having her fun in all of the parties. Meeting all the guys who she thought was the one, but they were the guys who only piped her down. And see, the fucked up part about our life <laughs> as men those guys have gotten something with little to no effort. But all of the barriers and all of the boundaries that she will put in front of you is pretty much unrealistic. And only a fool, only a man who is willing to simp, only for a man who is willing to pedestalize, only for a man who's willing to trick And no, ladies and gentlemen, we're not talking about celebrities. You see, there's a difference. And it, it really isn't a difference, but it's all about imagery and it's always about reputation, right? A high-paid A-list celebrity can be caught with a prostitute. And there's all this commotion, right? Oh, wow. We can't believe it. Not a big deal from an average person, right? But a celebrity won't really make a difference. Some people are known. Look at my man Charlie Sheen, wilding the fuck out. Porn stars and shit in his crib. He was known for getting busy, right? Buying women, essentially, <laughs> paying for services, whether knowingly or unknowingly, paying for services, one way or another. Relationships. <laughs> Relationships, in a lot of ways, is payment for service. Now, this is the trick. <laughs> and no pun intended, but this is the trick of these services. The man brings everything and he's expected to bring as much as he can while the women bring nothing because they're expected to bring nothing. The man is still to this day expected to be the provider of these so-called independent women, but these so-called independent women aren't getting the jobs and they're not getting the benefits or they're not putting in the work or they're not taking the risk to possibly make a better life for themselves. Now, this may sound weird for me to say, but I'm going to say it. All of these independent women, I want them to succeed in life because I want them to know 
how it feels to be a man who's expected so many things, expected to be so many different versions of himself. I want them to experience the pressure that is brought onto you as a man rather than the women. The women, if they make a mistake, they get a pat on the back. If a man makes a mistake, then a person talks to them, tells them where they made a mistake, how they did it, and what they should do to prevent from doing it. A lot of women can't handle everyday criticism. A lot of women can't handle everyday rejection. But on the opposite end, the men tend to be more hardened when it comes to this uh, type of topic. Because a lot of us men have experienced uh, rejection. A lot of us have experienced heartbreak. Even though guys don't want to talk about it or address it in that way because they find it to be gay. But I find it to be gayer to not acknowledge that you found a red pill through the results of previous relationships, interactions with women in general. But it's always that criticism. People are afraid of being criticized. And me doing this podcast is proof that I don't give a shit about criticism. I'm willing to bring my stories and my opinions and my topics and my way of thinking to the table to try to create or spark some conversation outside of the everyday bullshit that a lot of men are being told in this day and age by women. The women who talk about where are the nice guys, where are the good men, were the same women that were in the beds of bad boys doing everything she can to try to win a person over that was never meant for her. But she had her fun. There's a lot of guys who won't even get a chance to experience those things with women because women are so busy trying to get something that they can't reach, that high-value man. She's not able to reach that. She's nowhere near it. She's barely above average. But they tell women that they can obtain these things no matter what. So what if you're 100 pounds overweight? You can you can still obtain a high-value man and don't let a man tell you anything and you're beautiful the way you are. And she may feel that way. But today, men and women are completely cold-hearted. Me, I don't tolerate many women. And I choose not to. And if that's offensive to women, I don't know what the fuck to tell them. And I'm sure they're going to use the many shaming languages. Oh, you must be gay. And whatever. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a broken record, right? It's a record that skips, repeats. And it's the same bullshit. It's the same narratives. It's the same shaming language. And a lot of guys have began realizing, like, all right, going back and forth with these people does nothing for me. Even if I'm being 100% logical and they're being 100% emotional, my logic will not seep into their emotional behaviors. It just won't. Women are very irrational, especially when it comes to men and their decisions. That might be something I talk about in the future, tomorrow, but for the time being... It's 9.32. What are we dealing with with the time here? 
33 minutes, which is fair. Something that I can definitely put together for a single episode. Or it might be something that I add on to another episode tomorrow. Who the fuck knows? Got to get ready to go in here. Got less than an hour remaining. Want to make sure I have everything situated. Finish the eight and hit the gate. But it's been another day. And as I always like to say, in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. This is just a random conversation. You know, this may go along with the actual uh, previous recording that I did earlier today just to make one big episode for tomorrow. And then everything that I do tomorrow will be aimed towards the following day. So I tend to record on the fly. Um, I was just in my car, which I still am in my vehicle, listening to uh, Hammerhand. Shout out to Hammerhand, uh, MGTOW, a.k.a. MGTOW Monk. Um, And I was just inspired to really jump on here and talk my shit, do what I usually do. But, um, you know, a different setting, a different situation, a different location, a different... (laughs) A, a bigger amount when it comes to pay. It's just getting used to how everything runs here. And I want to get things done at a reasonable time, but I don't want to forget certain things. Or I don't want to leave certain things behind. So, you know, it's always getting back into that rhythm. I was in that hypnotic rhythm with my previous job, which I hated, but I was so used to transporting back and forth and tolerating and dealing with people that when I got here, it's like, easy street so you know very grateful i have a lot more uh content on the way like i said i'm just dealing with the changes that are being made in my life positive changes better changes but i think i will be getting back into the rhythm of podcasting very soon but until then once again jersey judah red pill party podcast signing out peace